it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey everyone, it's Brandy. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I absolutely enjoy bringing this awesome content to you. Look, beauty professionals, this show is for you. And I want to make sure we can continue to bring our awesome guests and awesome information to help empower the beauty community all over the world. You can help by doing your part in making a small donation. You can check our link in the show notes and donate right on Anchor, or we'll have another link available for you to do so. Thank you so much for supporting. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you're sharing it as well. As always, stay great. Hello, hello, everyone. If you don't know by now, you are tuned into the Business Beauty Network podcast. Now, if you're a regular of this particular podcast, you are probably used to hearing Brandy's voice in your ears. And as you can probably tell, I am not Brandy. My name is Mariah Hedquist, and I am a sweet stylist and life coach for hairstylists. And Brandy has so graciously offered me a guest opportunity here on the podcast. My intention is to share some of my best tips, tricks, and coaching concepts with all of you to help you in your entrepreneurial journey. I work with hairstylists, but the things that I share can be applied to any sector of the beauty industry and to life in general. So some of this stuff might be new for you, but I encourage you to listen in with an open mind. You might be surprised what you discover. So let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of what I can only assume is your favorite podcast of all time with your favorite podcast hostess of all time, me. (laughs) No, um, if you are here, first I want to say thank you so much for listening, taking time out of your morning, evening, afternoon, your lunch hour, your drive to listen to the words that I'm about to put into your ears. Um, I don't take your attention for granted. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to have you here. I'm so grateful to be connected with you. And if we're not connected personally, um, what is up with that? Why haven't you hit me up in the DMs? Um, You can find me on Instagram at underscore beauty and the brain. Send me a message just to say hi, if you listen to this episode, if you've listened to other episodes, and you want to let me know that you want to give me some feedback. Um, if you think I'm like dead wrong about everything that I say, and you want to tell me that, then tell me that. <laughs> tell me that I, I I want to connect with you. And um, I just love hearing the um, what you're taking away from these episodes. So today's topic, today's topic um I think is going to help a lot of people, not only in business, but just in life in general. So without further ado, let us slide right on in Uh, the topic for today, how to keep going, even when circumstances are contrary. 
And when I, what I want to use, the word I actually want to use there is when circumstances seem contrary. Because if there's anything that I know about this life or I believe about this life is that our perception is literally everything that you can take a, a circumstance, a situation of life, like the outside part that you don't control. And by virtue of how you choose to perceive it, you could make that thing mean anything that you want it to mean. And I don't mean, you know, uh, like a like a weird gaslighty talking yourself out of your feelings type deal. I mean the full process of taking in a situation, observing its impact on you and paying attention to that information and then deciding on purpose, how do I want to move forward from this? What do I want to where do I want to let my mind and my beliefs rest, you know, over this situation? A good illustration of this, I believe, is when when we give people the benefit of the doubt. Like you 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 hear something that someone says, or no, let's 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 do this. Let's do this. Something even more neutral. Maybe you're at the grocery store and you catch a glimpse of somebody and maybe they're looking at you a little funny. Some of us might assume, based off of that person's look, well, why is she looking at me sideways? What's her problem? I didn't do anything to her. You know, she needs to stay out of my business and take it to a really reactive place and allow that to disturb us emotionally in some way and then what happens from there is it kind of is like a domino or like a snowball effect you had that moment now you feel all worked up and then something else happens that adds to that that intensity and then something else happens that adds to that intensity and then you're in this emotionally high um, intense like agitated and reactive state when you know in in choosing to give somebody the benefit of the doubt let's say the same person is looking at you you catch them making a glimpse and maybe at first is like oh what is her deal and then saying something like you know what maybe she's having a bad day maybe she wasn't looking at me at all maybe that's just you know her her rbf i have no idea i have no idea i'm just gonna move on keep keep on grocery shopping and, and go about the rest of my day that's what i mean circumstances around us the way that somebody looks at you out of your control but what you choose to make that mean totally within your control it could also equally be possible that the person in the store was giving you the side eye but you know you could choose to hold on to that and then and then um uh, catastrophize that look and like really build it up and turn it into a big problem or you could choose to say you know what i'm just gonna let it go move on with my life and move on with your life so circumstances around us how we perceive them what we what we decide to think about them that is within our control and so i want to elaborate a little bit more on that today like what do we do how do you keep going where do you direct your mind and your focus when circumstances seem contrary so okay let's go into the let's go into the material so first i want to i want to describe or want to define what is a circumstance the way i use it so the way that I've been coached and um, with my coach and the way that she was trained, we use a tool called the model. And the model consists of five parts. And it's it's actually a really great tool for awareness, just to build awareness around a situation, just to build awareness around um, 
for yourself so that you can look at each element separately and it kind of takes off the um it, it makes it objective it kind of makes it objective almost like you're looking at information on a piece of paper rather than if your mind might be spinning a little bit you can fill out the elements of this model and it helps to make things clearer and easier to focus that's what i found for me when i use it in my work and with my clients and so one part the first part of the model is the circumstance and the the way that you would use this in the model is circumstances are always neutral these are the things of life outside of ourselves outside of our control just life's happenings the situations that we find ourselves in the environments you know of the world and those are always neutral until we think something about it we think a thought about a circumstance and then for most of us, that determines, you know, is this good, bad? Do I like this or dislike this? You know, then um, the rest of it comes in. So in order, the top line is the circumstance, which then we have a thought about that circumstance. And when we have this thought, it produces a feeling inside of us. And then from there, our behaviors. So CTFA stands for action. Those would be our behaviors. And then R is the result. I am not teaching on the model today or trying to help you understand like how you would use a model that's separate. And I have other um, trainings where I talk about the model more in depth. So if it feels new and feels a little bit like, okay, I'm not really too sure what's going on. Don't, don't try to hold on to that part because that's really not the most important part is how the model works. The most important part of this is the circumstance portion. So circumstances are always neutral. And how do we know this? Because Two people could experience the same circumstance and yet have two totally different experiences. I'll use um, an example. I posted it on Instagram a while ago where I had a client that she was booked for an appointment in, in the evening and she texted me and she said, hey, Mariah, I know I have my appointment tonight. A friend of mine surprised me with tickets to a concert at the last minute. Would it be okay if I canceled? So we'll use the client canceling at the last minute as the circumstance. So for me, when that client canceled, my thought was how cool she got these concert tickets. You know, no big deal. I'll see her at her next appointment. And then I just rescheduled her and I moved on with my day. So in that circumstance of the client last minute canceling, for me, it was a neutral experience. I didn't mind it at all. I wasn't upset by the fact that she canceled. I wasn't annoyed. Like maybe if I'm being fully honest, when I first got the text, I was a little bit like irked. But when I when I really thought about it, I was like, dude, this is actually really cool. And I think if I got concert tickets at the last minute, I would be super stoked to to go. Like what a cool surprise, right? So I wasn't annoyed by the end of it all. It was cool. It was fine with me. So looking at some of the comments that came in on that post. So other hairstylists, some of them were in agreement with me and said, yeah, it's totally cool. It's really not a big deal. I don't like sweat the small stuff. You know, things happen every once in a while. As long as it's not a pattern, then I'm cool with it. And then there was another group of hairstylists that were like, nope, absolutely not. I would charge her. That's disrespectful. She should have let you know, you know, that's not really your problem. Um, it just like, you know, and it went a totally different direction. So you have 
hairstylist experiencing the same circumstance, client canceling at the last minute or client canceling on the day of their appointment, but yet respective to what each group thinks and perceives about that circumstance determines the whole experience, you know, that we would have with it. And so same circumstance, two different outcomes. So that's why I use that example to demonstrate the neutrality of the circumstance. It's not objectively true across the board that everyone would be okay with the client canceling at the last minute or, and simultaneously, it's not objectively true across the board that every stylist would be upset about the client canceling at the last minute. The reaction to the circumstance is going to be determined by the individual, not the circumstance itself. So I hope that that um, helps to kind of clarify when I describe a circumstance, when I talk about circumstance or I use the word circumstance, that's what I mean is situations outside of ourselves, the things that we have no control over, um, the circumstances of life that we have the opportunity to react to the things that happen to us. So let's talk about some of the circumstances that face us right now as hairstylists and as beauty professionals in general, what are some of like the core ones that we are in right now? Um, the economy, health concerns, inflation, cost of goods, rising cost of goods, our client's budget, you know, people becoming more selective with how they're spending their money, um, social media, social media fatigue, maybe also your working environment. And what I mean by that is the, the, uh, essentially the compensation model that you work in. Are you an employee? Are you independent? Are you a suite owner? Do you work um, commission-based? Are you rental? Like the environment that you work in. Those are some of the most common circumstances of our work that we're facing right now. And, you know, there's no question that we are living in emotionally intense times. And accepting the neutrality of each one of these circumstances doesn't mean that, you know, you don't care about it or that some parts of it don't annoy you or that you wish things were different. But what it means is like going to the economy, for example, the state of the economy doesn't automatically mean that you're going to make less money this year. The state of the economy doesn't automatically mean that, uh, you know, that that clients are not interested in your services. It's not one plus one equals two the state of the economy is a fact and it's a real thing, but the effect of it is not automatic. The effect of it is also going to be determined by how you navigate the state of the economy, how you make adjustments and kind of course correct inside of your business. And in order to do that and to do it well and to be able to to make it through where we are right now and come out on the other side is going to be determined by what you can probably guess, your mental and emotional state, the mindset that you have going into it. If you're going into your work every day, very reactive, very anxious, on edge, you're not going to be able to think creatively. You're not going to be able to make those really wise decisions, those really creative decisions to secure the sustainability of your business. Your your mind at that point is in survival mode. So you're going to just do what it takes in order to survive. And, you know, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. 
There's nothing wrong with that at all. But when we think about just the elements of customer service and the way that we show up uh, affecting the guest experience, we want to make sure that we are in the most, well, the least reactive, calm state possible so that we can show up for our guests in our business um, the best that we can be so that we can make sure that that thing continues to continues to thrive and continues to grow. So these circumstances, the existence of them, the reality of them does not mean that they are going to impact everybody's business the same way or infect or, uh, affect every person the same way and cause each person to have the same outcome. Um, they are they are neutral. And again, accepting the neutrality of it doesn't mean that there's not cause for concern or things like that. It's just accepting it for, for what it is. And I think those initial reactions that we have are, are really just part of our human experience. When you start to hear, uh, quote unquote, uh, economic experts talking about people not wanting to spend money and then you hear your peers inside of the industry saying oh well you know we're the first ones to go because we're not an essential service you know when people cut their budgets we're always the first ones to get cut when you uh, take that belief and then you agree with it and then you start living from that place or kind of allowing it to to operate on the inside of you that when when even just saying out loud oh when people when people are uh tightening their budgets we're the first ones to go that does not inspire me to go to work that does not inspire me or motivate me to keep going that has me constantly looking over my shoulder wondering oh my gosh is such and such going to cancel her appointments now because they're they're tightening up their budget that doesn't that's not encouraging that doesn't help you to grow it puts you in a state of fear and that's not where you want to be. You don't want to be making your decisions from that place. But I think when we hear things like that, and especially like the economy, for example, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not an economic expert. And so when someone who this is their field of study makes comments like this, yeah, it has me thinking twice. And I, you know, I say, oh, man, like, so what does that really mean? You know, the initial reactions that we have are just part of our human experience. You know, we want our businesses to thrive. We want everything to be good. We want to make sure that we have our income secure so we can take care of our families, so that we can take care of ourselves and, you know, all these wonderful dreams. And when we hear commentary like this, what's happening subconsciously is that that vision or that future or our safety feels like it's being threatened. So naturally kicks up that that survival mode. Like, oh man, I got to pay attention to this because this my future could be compromised based off of what they're saying but just because these circumstances exist and just because they affect people a certain way and even because they may be it seems like it's affecting the majority of the industry in one way I would offer the reason that it looks like that has less to do with the circumstance itself and more to do with how each individual hairstylist and how each individual person is managing themselves through the circumstance. If you just accept it as um, if you just accept that label or that judgment as your inevitable reality, then that's what's going to happen for you because you're not going to innovate. You're not going to think creatively. You're not going to know how to pivot. You're just going to feel stuck, you know. So I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. But 
Those initial reactions, again, are just part of our human experience. If you feel a little tensed up when you hear it, that's okay. That's a-okay. You don't have to stay in that tensed up space. Through managing your mind, through understanding what those emotions are telling you, understanding, having a deeper understanding of just what's going on, knowing yourself a little bit better, you get to say, okay, here's why that came up for me. Great. Let me resolve that. And now here's what I'm going to do moving forward. When you think about, um, if you're not familiar with the, with the portions of your brain, basically there is the, um, the primal survival part that kind of just kicks up those automatic reactions. And then there is the, I call it your front brain or your wise brain. It's called your prefrontal cortex. And that's what we use to make really wise, intelligent, um, forward-thinking decisions. And so you can't access that part of your brain when you are in survival mode or when you're in reactivity. And I just think that for us as human beings, human beings are the only only part of creation that has the prefrontal cortex. And so we need it. We need to be able to be online and locked into that part. And so uh, do we go offline sometimes? Definitely. Inevitably. It's part of our human experience. But my thing is, um, where I try to get myself to and get my clients to, and hopefully for you all listening, help you get to, is when we get out of that less reactive, calm state, getting back into it um, more quickly. You know, it's not taking us days, but maybe it takes us moments or hours or, you know, what used to take weeks to kind of shake something off. You can resolve in a, in a quicker time period so that we can access that part of our brain that's going to help us keep moving forward. Okay, so you can have that initial reaction. That's totally fine. There's absolutely no reason to feel ashamed about, you know, how you feel. And even if, as I'm talking about this, might be kicking up some feelings in you, you might be saying like, no, Mariah, the economy absolutely is the problem. That's fine. That's totally fine. That's very natural. The point of this all is to to make sure that you know that the initial reaction that comes up in you and your initial belief about it, that doesn't have to be your final stop. This stuff just might be magic. Guys, I have so much energy now. Oh my gosh. So I just wanted to share with you. I have been drinking Magic Mind, these green shots. This has been giving me so much energy and allowing me to get things done and to show up as the boss that I know I am. And I had just been so tired and in a fog, but lately I've been getting it done, guys. I've been hitting my goals. I've been writing things down, strategizing and getting ready. You know, we're at the last two months of the year. The new year is gonna be coming soon. We're getting ready for 2024. As a busy entrepreneur, you want to make sure that you are always on and your mind is clear and you're able to get things done and you have the energy to do so. And if you've been struggling with being tired and low energy and not being able to focus as a busy entrepreneur like I was, you want to try Magic Mind, guys. You just want to try it out. It's a shot that has only 12 key ingredients in it. It has things in it like matcha and vitamin D3 and vitamin C and echinacea and all of those types of things in it. All natural, turmeric, all natural ingredients. And guys, it's giving me the energy that I need to thrive as a busy entrepreneur. So all you have to do is enter the code Brandy BBN. And when you check out and you're going to save. So Brandy BBN, visit magicmind.com forward slash Brandy BBN. That's magicmind.com forward slash Brandy BBN. Check it out and get your energy, guys. That stuff is magic. You have the ability to change your thoughts, the way that you perceive something. 
You can change how you relate to each one of those circumstances so that you can move through them in a less reactive state. Going back to the economy, for example, um, if you were to actually do some research into re the, um, the recession and like the type of recession that we were in, the one that's happening now is not the same as the one that was in 2000, uh, 2008. And so people's um, buying power, so to speak, or like their cash flow is affected very differently. So that's part of it too. Again, I'm no expert, but that's why I surround myself with people that are. I have um, financial advisors that I work with personally, and also I um, we do things here locally in my town to support hairstylists to navigate these things that we just don't have full understanding of because it's not our industry. And um, they have all said the same thing, is that it just the type of recession, what caused the recession in the first place is a factor. Um, and basically all recessions are not created equal and all recessions do not produce the same outcome. So don't let that word scare you. Don't let these buzzwords or things that you hear maybe floating around on the news or on social media scare you. That's the whole point that I want to make um, with that with that piece. So you can change how you relate to it. Maybe even with a little bit more information, maybe even just hearing that might bring some relief to some of you that might be listening. Um, but you can change how you relate to that circumstance so that you can move through it in a less reactive state. And again, why is it important to to get out of reactivity or not live in that place? Because when you're constantly on edge or living there, you exhaust yourself really, really fast. In another podcast, um, I don't know if it's released yet because the order of these when I'm recording them, but I talk about your mental and emotional bandwidth and I associate it to uh, almost like currency. Like you have a certain amount of money, you have a certain amount of mental and emotional bandwidth and you get to decide what you spend that on. And if you're constantly just spending, 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 like being in reactivity... You're going to deplete your resources super duper fast, super fast. And what does that do? You end up prolonging the anxiety that you feel. You end up prolonging stress. You end up prolonging irritation because you're not resolving what's going on for you emotionally. And so you kind of stay stuck in that loop. You stay just on. You know, it's kind of like um, the illustration that's coming to me right now is like if you just flipped your light switch on and kept your light on for forever and ever and ever, that light bulb is going to burn out really fast because it's just on and it's giving energy constantly with no break. And so that thing is going to burn out a heck of a lot faster than it would if you were, you know, switching it on and off like you would with your lights. And you'll have a really high light bill uh, too, which isn't fun. But anyway, you stay stuck in that loop and then that is going to impact every single area of your life because there's no separating you from your mind and from your emotions. You carry the same the same brain with you everywhere that you go. So it's going to show up in your home. It's going to show up in your business. It's going to show up when you're alone um, because you are you are you everywhere that you go. So that's why I believe that it's so important for more people not just hairstylists, but more people to learn how to um, feel the feelings, manage their minds so that we can we can understand why we're reactive and then get ourselves to a place of of more calm and evenness on a regular basis because we need that, you know. Um, 
because of the times that we live in, we have to, uh, well, I'll say this. I mean, you don't have to do anything, right? I try to be mindful of like saying what you have to and you should. But the reality is, is um, being able to make the types of decisions that are going to get you through from now to the next place and to think that strategically, to think forward, to think uh, wisely, to be able to properly evaluate risk associated with something, all of that fits into everything that I just said. So when we believe that the circumstances are the determining factor, we kind of render ourselves powerless and we take away our ability to choose and make make conscious choices in the moment, especially when the circumstances feel uh, really resistant. We take away from ourselves our ability to choose. We always have the ability to choose. And um, that, that, that opportunity is there for us every single day. And when we can when we can learn how to choose uh, intentionally, consciously, powerfully, you can see that what happens is your confidence begins to build. Um, one of the things that my coach used to say, she still says it. And in the beginning, when I first started working with her, I'm like, all right, she's like crazy. But now I get what she's saying. And I have such a deep respect for for this belief that she carries. But she says, I think I believe that I can I can think my way through anything. I can think my way through any circumstance, like basically no matter what her environment is looking like, she can think her way through to get herself from point A to point B. And part of her story, basically, when she first started in um, in coaching and, and being a, uh, a student of coaching, if you will, she was living in this little teeny tiny apartment and she had this car that was like falling apart and... Um, hated her job and like she says that her life was like a hot mess and over the course of time by investing in her own mind as a coach she says that her mind is her greatest asset so she believes that coaching and investing in her mind is um, is a necessity now you can take with that what you will you some people get that right away and then some people you have to you know grow to that point I had to grow to that point but the point is your mind is is how you perceive everything. If if you can't look at a situation that seems contrary, you know, that you perceive it one way and shift and get yourself to a place of having hope for a different outcome or hope for a future or hope for a different result, then what happens? That just kind of sucks. That kind of, you, you, you can't, you don't feel motivated. You don't compel yourself to move forward. You, you know, that's where your resilience comes from, where your resourcefulness comes from. Sometimes in tough circumstances, that's where you get to test your resourcefulness and your ability to say, okay, well, what do I have and what can I do with this? What can, how, can, how, can we, how can we make this work? But you don't get to that place and can't have that kind of experience if you're in a super emotionally reactive state. So this is why the circumstances, I want to say, <laughs> don't matter. But I know that that's a, that's a big simplification. And if that's a hard one to swallow, then I'll say, I'll put it this way. The circumstances are only a part of the story and they don't get to determine your result. Your choices 
and your beliefs and your behaviors and how you move through those circumstances is what determines your ultimate result. When we believe that the economy is saying no to us or our clients' budgets are saying no to us or inflation is saying no to us, no to the future that we want to create, no to the vision that's in your mind, these are all circumstances that are affecting all of us at the same time, yet everyone has different results. But when we believe all these things are just saying no and that these circumstances have the final say and then you tell yourself, you know, because of this, that means that no one wants what I have to offer right now. How do you think that's going to affect the way that you show up in your business? It's going to be really hard to keep going. It's going to be really hard to innovate. Like I have said, it's going to be really hard to pivot when you're faced with that much resistance and you manage the resistance through shifting your beliefs and shifting the way that that the emotional experience that you have with it. And if this is something that's new for you, like if you haven't practiced mind management, this might sound like I don't even know, like you, I don't even know where to begin. That's normal. Like if you think about anything else, okay, let me, let's, let's use something really easy. Like, um, like, uh, I don't know, like a sport or a craft or a hobby. If it's something that you've never done before, then you would have to be taught how to do it, right? You'd have to be shown what's the first step? What are the basics of this? Where do I get started? You know, you would never have the expectation that you would be an expert in something that you've never done before. So if this sounds like it doesn't quite make sense, if you've never done it before, I would expect it to be that to be the exact experience that you would have because you have to learn how to do it. You have to learn how to do it. I teach my clients how to do that. A lot of my content teaches um, teaches kind of how to do that and where to begin here, but it's it's a skill like any other skill. And um, you have to learn it and it takes time. And the, the um, ability to kind of adopt it and put it into practice varies from person to person. But so that's how you would handle the, the resistance. The whole point of all of this is this is about finding opportunity in the right now, in the circumstance. How to keep going when the circumstances seem con- contrary is going to be it, contingent on your ability to look for opportunities and find them. And that means finding every single opportunity from the belief that opportunity exists out there somewhere and that you're going to find it come hell or high water. Having that level of commitment and that level of conviction to your um, in you and commitment to the future that you want to create. That's what this is all about is believing that the opportunities exist because if you don't believe that opportunity exists then you're never going to take the first step to look for it or and then you will never find it because you don't believe it's there so you have to believe that somewhere out there is opportunity for you to keep growing to keep going or maybe it's just maintaining maybe if like uh, growing your business leaps and bounds and crushing all your goals feels a little bit out of reach for you what about maintaining where you are if you're in a if you're in a relatively healthy spot of course we could um all strive for more right but maybe what about just maintaining where you are kind of holding it down for the period of time 
and then going for the stretch. You know, you don't have to, every goal doesn't have to be a knock it out of the park, like home run, you know, goal. So I'm thinking about it like that, but you're never going to look for the opportunity if you don't believe that it's there. So this is about finding opportunity. This is about opening up your mind to entertain that it's possible that there is still opportunity, even in the middle of of tough circumstances. This is not about pretending, pretending like the economy is great or pretending that inflation doesn't matter or pretending that, you know, everything's fine when you feel some type of way. This is not about pretending. Pretending doesn't doesn't do anything, but I think it kind of just ends up making you feel worse in the end. But it, it, it's not it's not proactive. It's not constructive. It doesn't help you actually move forward in a sustainable way. So this is not about detaching from reality. This is about accepting reality for what it is and saying, okay, given the elements of this circumstance, what is my next move here? How do I want to think about this? Because thinking about it one way, thinking about it like you know, the doomy way is not helping me. So what can I believe instead? What's my next move here? Thinking in a constructive way that actually moves you forward. That's where you want your mind to be. You want your mind to be focused on what's possible. If we talk about having that as a goal. Now, like living in this space 24-7, I don't want you to per- uh, to purpose to do that and say like, oh, I just, you know, my mind only stays open and my own my mind only, you know, because you're going to have a human experience. And I don't want this to become an all or nothing type of thing, like your personal development or your your mindset work becomes all about like working out your like, like removing all of your negative emotions or whatever from your body, because that's just that. No, that's then you'd be like a robot. And no, you're a human being. It's just changing the association that you have with it changing your relationship to it so then you can navigate and get back to that that state of forward thinking if you will ideally you want your mind to be focused on what's possible otherwise you're going to have a really tough time making the moves that are necessary in this season okay so with that let's turn the corner here and talk about where to put your focus one thing I always say is the best place to focus on uh, to spend your time focusing is on what is within your control. Things that you have direct impact and influence over. Spending the majority of your time there and not everywhere else. Things that are happening like on the other side of the world. It is it's relevant, it's important, it matters, and also you only have so much impact on that thing. Like the majority of that circumstance on the other side of the world is out of your hands. So make peace with it and bring your focus back, spending most of your time focusing on what is within your control. And then asking yourself, what am I going to prioritize and give my attention to right now? Because here's what, this is what you need to know. Everything doesn't deserve your attention. When we go back to that, 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 um, uh, that analogy of your mental and emotional bandwidth, being like currency your attention what you give your time to what you give your energy to what you focus on think about it the same way everything does not deserve your attention there are things that do that are worth your time and that doesn't mean that that stuff isn't important again it's like it's not so black and white 
but everything doesn't deserve your attention. And, you know, that might be one to let marinate for a little bit. But you can't, because your bandwidth is a resource, you literally cannot afford to waste yours on things that don't matter. Again, going back to the money thing, if you have a certain amount of money and you're just frivolously tossing it out, buying up whatever, you're going to run out of money. So then when you when you come across something that you actually do want or that you actually that's important or that actually matters, you're not going to have the resources for it because you you've burnt up all your money on this other stuff that is irrelevant. So remember that. You can't afford to waste your energy on things that don't matter and everything doesn't deserve your time. And this doesn't have to be like a um like a super self-absorbed, like dare I use the word pompous type deal. Like, oh, that's not worth my time. It's just a matter of what you have the capacity for on any given day. We are so good at ignoring our own needs mentally and emotionally uh, as individuals while we just give and give and give. You probably heard this before like a thousand times. You can't pour from an empty cup. Some of us treat having an empty cup like a trophy, like a prize, like a thing to be proud of. And I'm going to tell you, it's not. It's not. And um, because you're not taking care of yourself at that point. You're not valuing yourself. And when you are that depleted, all of your efforts to serve and impact others are going to be uh, less effective because just like the analogy says, you're pouring from an empty cup. You have to work on your stuff and take care of your stuff first before you can, um, in order to to serve others the way that you want to. I'll put it that way, the way that you desire to do it. So remember the last the last kind of point here that I want you to keep in, in your mind is that circumstances are temporary. Circumstances are temporary. And managing your mind in a tougher season is going to look different than managing your mind when things are a little less chaotic. But the circumstances are temporary. Things change, you know, in all different kinds of ways. So you're not stuck it's not going to always be this way. Things change. And maybe right now is the season for a constraint. And by constraint, I just mean intentionality. Choosing what you're spending your time, effort, and energy on and being really purposeful about that. Focusing on those things. Prioritization. They're all just kind of different flavors of the same action. Keeping the main thing the main thing, basically. Um, when there is a lot of intensity and just kind of big life circumstances and situations happening around us in your bubble and in your world the thing that's going to help you keep moving forward is your ability to constrain down and focus on what your main things are and so for me that means being unavailable for a lot of noise there's a lot of noise around us and right now I'm just not available for it you know mindless scrolling on Instagram I'm not here for it watching the news 24-7, I'm not here for it. Engaging in conversations, like even in my salon space, clients that want to go down different rabbit holes of of topics, hot topics, you know, it comes up because that's what's in the news, that's what people's eyes are focused on, but I'm not here for it. I will redirect with a quickness to something else because there's no resolve. It doesn't, it doesn't serve me, and I don't believe it serves them either, but I have no control over them. I only control me. It doesn't serve me to continue to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about things that are out of my control that are sad that are like just kind of horrible and you know 
really heavy topics, it doesn't it doesn't serve me to continue to to keep talking, keep talking, keep talking about those when there's no resolve. All that does is kick up my feelings and then leave me with nothing because there's nothing that I can do about it. So I'm not doing that. I'm not here for it. I will redirect so fast. You know, I let them say what they need to say and I will change the subject real quick. I and so that's just the intentionality of maintaining my own mental and emotional peace. And then on top of that is just being intentional about what is in front of my eyes and in my ears. Basically to summarize what I said is the intentionality about what is in my eyes and in my ears because all that affects my mind, my mental state. And I want to keep mine. I want to, it's prized. Let me put it that way. It's prized. The state of my mind and emotions is prized to me. It's important to me. And if you're listening to if you've listened to other episodes of mine, if you follow me on Instagram, if you like, you know, have been in my classes, if you're listening to this, then I'm going to guess it's prized for you too. So I'm going to treat it like it's prized and I'm going to take care of it and steward it the best that I can. And this is all part of it. My priority right now professionally is showing up in the highest service that I can to my salon guests and my coaching clients. And why do I want to show up that way? Because because at the end of the day, this is not only how I serve, this is how I make a living. This is what generates income for me. And, you know, I have no intentions of closing my coaching practice, closing my salon suite, and going and becoming employed somewhere else. So if this is where I'm choosing to stay, this is where I'm choosing to live professionally, then I want to set myself up to be able to do that successfully to the best of my ability. That's why this is important. That's why that's my priority. Then my priority personally is being present with my loved ones, with my husband, with our family, not missing out on the moments of life because I'm just distracted by everything else because my emotional bandwidth is gone. I don't have the capacity for them or for him. That for me, that's not okay. That's not okay when I know that by virtue of making some different choices about where I'm giving my focus and attention, I could free up that space, then I'm going to redirect it to them. I'm going to redirect it to the people that matter to me the most. So think about your priorities in this season. What do you want your mental and emotional state to be like right now? And then pay attention to what might be creating the opposite experience for you. And know that it's possible for it to change. So your circumstances, they are real. They exist. They may cause all kinds of reactions and responses in you, but they are temporary and you get to decide every single day, every single time, how you navigate each one of those circumstances. So thank you so much for listening and I will catch you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you. So let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.